start seeing shows coming back to a weekly schedule. Yeah. Disney Plus is doing it a lot. Apple TV. Who um HBO Max doing the two a week. Right, exactly. People are straying away from releasing everything at once, right? So this show, in my opinion, is the perfect binge. It gets better the faster you watch it. A hundred hundred percent. I personally I was I was watching like two, three episodes at a go. Now let's also say this. These are out over hour plus long episodes each one of them i believe is over an hour yeah yeah, yeah. so like i felt fine just if i just wanted to watch one episode at a time it would have been fine but also like i could just do two three stranger things has always been like you know we're gonna have a big episode at the halfway point we're gonna we're gonna hit these certain things then we're gonna have a movement episode they do those things that really help in the binge to move you along also the end of almost every episode there's a big thing that makes you want to see the next app. Right. I think they've mastered the binge. Uh, I'd probably binge this show and season three faster than any other show. Well, so then there's the, nah, there's the shows that binge fast. Like out Castlevania, not, not, not uh, Castlevania. Oh no, Castlevania finish. season three and four. I did them both in a night. Happens to be, I did th- I do this normal people on Hulu. I did faster than any of the show. <laughs> so fast. And I did, uh, um, I did Cobra Kai fast. Yeah. Maisel as well as also, but, but also show. there was, uh, these are just really long eps. And also I, there's been a lot of stuff on TV and movies I've had to watch. Right. But this show, because of, I feel like the lack of character development, we're putting our characters in situations, really fun situations. Hopper is in Russia fighting demons literally and metaphorically. Yeah. And it's just fun to, you know, it's it's really cool stuff. So, like, this is a perfect example. I would say, like, if Netflix had four or five of these, they'd be doing great uh, and with the critical audience every year. The thing is, Critically this, and fans. Well, I, here's the thing, though. They, they have an audience that watch their, you know, their soaps. They have their soap operas. They the reality have, show they, they network. Have reality shows. You know, so the question is, is Netflix dead or not? I'm saying, I think Netflix in its original amalgamation it's house of cards orange is the new black but we're also gonna have like cobra kai and stuff is like dead. that well. that's the whole thing like their hits are cobra kai stranger things stranger things even itself is focused towards the younger audience i think i think with this newest season they're trying to get a little bit darker but still you're not gonna see blood like that in stranger i things. mean listen netflix uh has huge shows that are ending either this year next year or, or coming up soon we had ozark which just ended yeah which uh meteorically obviously but it still ended Stranger Things next season they're done. Yeah, so they have a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline though. They got uh they got um the show I'm really excited for Sandman. They got Sandman. Sandman could be a huge which hit. could be a massive hit. They got The Witcher. They say they want to go full 7 seasons with that thing. Yeah. They want also they've said in terms of comedies. They've set a precedent. They want shows like The Office. They don't want depressing comedies. They're they're trying to get things that people will enjoy. Like to Dead watch. to Me is one of those shows, uh, Linda Cardellini and, um, what's, who's the, who's the other girl from Dead to Me? Oh, Christina Applegate. Christina Applegate, like, that's a show they want to stray away from. Yeah. Like, that's a, that's a middling off, that's a middling audience show. It's not a show that's going to bring you numbers like The well, Office. Well, also, it's a show that a new network takes. That's like a Hulu, know, Hulu's taking that yeah, show. Yeah, no, but even a Paramount Plus. Yeah, Peacock's taking so, that like, show. So, like, look at, like, so I was showing you this show, The play, Players, by the guy who made American Vandal, and, and, you know, it's a perfect show, I felt like, for Netflix. Low you know budget. You know who took it? Paramount Plus, because Paramount Plus was willing on, on to, take, to take a risk on unknowns, and I don't feel like well, yeah, Netflix. Well, yeah, because Paramount 
Peacock, the they're in the market for new, untraditional stuff, and Netflix is at the top of the market. But but also just look at what HBO and HBO Max just did in canceling J.J. Abrams' two hundred and forty million dollar show. They're like, we're not willing to go out on a limb for this. Right, right, because Netflix is after huge IP, right? Paramount yeah. Plus and Peacock are like, we'll take your smaller well, bits. Not just even about they want to create. They want to create original IP. There's the only show that has the IP level that they want is Stranger Things. It's not a single show I think they have, uh, which is close, but it doesn't get there. What's what is there? Is Stranger Things the largest original IP show we have today? Am I, am I missing something? I, it might be. It might be. It might be like original as in created in the past ten years. No uh, original as in this. They Duffers made this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think. There's they any, built this in a cave. You know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. like, as you know. Like wasn't based off a book or anything. Like Game of Thrones is based off a book. Witcher, Witcher had a had a multi million dollar popular game series behind Bo- it. Boys is based off a comic. Boys is based off a comic. All the Disney Plus shows is all based off. Shows. Yeah, they don't do original IP. Um, like H, I don't think it's even close. Like Stranger Things is so much ahead of like Succession. Like it's so much bigger than Succession. Is. Well, yeah, also in terms of audience, what they're doing is very different. Right, that's what I'm saying. But like, it's so much bigger. What yeah. show is there? I don't think I don't. Stranger Things may be the largest original IP show. The problem is it it, it lends itself to so much '80s and '90s IP. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the whole thing. It's constantly taking. While, while it's original, it's adapting. It's, it's an adaptation of everything '80s, and it's really playing on that '80s culture. Right, but at the same time, it's original IP just set in a time period. Yeah, right. We're not yeah. going to say an original show set in the 1600s is like bad. No, no, no. Exactly. No. So, like, there's a show coming down the pipeline on Netflix I think could be a massive hit. I was a big fan of Dark. I only got, like, I can't say I was a big fan of Dark because I only got through half of the first season. It's just, it's, uh, it's foreign language, German. But their new show, 1899, supposed to be using the same technology as The Mandalorian except original content, same guys that made Dark. It's supposed to be English language. That could be a massive hit. Right. Also, I think also, also, turns yeah. by P. Squid Game. Squid Game uh, Squid has Game now is much became, larger than Stranger Squid Game. Um, you know, Emmys are coming around the corner. Expect massive nominations nods. at least. I, honestly, at the Alex, minimum. If they told me Squid Game took the Emmy for best for best show over, best I didn't drama. finish the show. They if they took it over uh, both Succession and Severance, I'd be actually be okay with it. Um, for just, for just what a massive hit it is, what it did Listen, for international seeing, viewing. Seeing Zendaya win last year's Emmy for Best Actor. Oh, says anything's possible. Right, I really do think anything's possible. Right. Well, uh, Zendaya was that thing of, you know, they didn't think she was going to get nominated, but if she gets nominated, she can take the whole goddamn she's thing. She's so incredibly popular. Everybody Dude, loves Zendaya. Real, just, I know it's super off topic before we get into more Stranger Things. You think Zendaya wins an Oscar one day? It's it, the Oscar. The Oscar actor market is just so bloated with so many good talent. It's so hard to know who's going to. I, I, I know you. If you had to put money on, like, let's say Dune Two, she has a lead role, right? She you either put her in support. I, or I, lead. Don't, I don't put her. I don't think she'd win for Dune. I think she would have. I think her and Levinson would make or her and a Look, director. It like, looks like she's going the route of like Holland though, and and at least for movies and well, attaching well, herself well, to like known projects well here's the issue with Dune is like Amy Adams couldn't even get nominated for Arrival Adelity Villeneuve movies I just don't think don't Adelaide... think she deserved anything for Arrival anyways that's okay oh well, she we're not we're not getting into Arrival Arrival come right. on Stranger Things they're splitting up the season we've seen it done with a few other shows this year yeah so we talked about Ozark 
Uh, we did our Better Call Saul pod. Better Call Saul is also splitting up. They have seven episodes left in the so show. So there's a reason. Or six episodes left in the show. Yeah, six episodes. So the Stranger thing, thing, the Stranger Things is different than all these others. So first of all. It's a month difference. So first of all, uh, what they did that Ozark didn't, but uh, Better Call Saul did, is they said the second. They said when releasing the season, this is when the second half of the season's coming out. It was a large marketing push saying that we're not just doing one volume, we're doing two. Whenever you look at actually uh, any poster for Stranger Things, it literally says part two coming out. uh, July 4th, Wingen. July 1st. Yeah, July July 2nd. July 2nd. Also, they're doing something very different here that I think is super smart. While, yes, they want to compete in both Emmys, Emmys, the second half of the season is just two episodes. Episode 8, supposed to be an hour plus, and then episode 9, which is basically supposed to be a movie, two and a half hours. Now, if they're selling episode 9 as an event, an event worthy of its own thing. The Duffer Brothers themselves in interviews have said, basically, like, we just wanted more time because there's so much fucking well, there's, VFX there's shots. There's more VFX shots in that final episode than there is in the entire season three. Like, hearing the Duffers, because I think they've already done some pretty bold stuff in terms of directing that episode seven in those first two eps. 100%. But, like, they're, the way they talk about episode nine, like, this is the boldest, hardest thing we've ever done in our life. They say, we're, we're they they describe it as we made a full movie here. The end of, the, end of volume one was already an hour and a half. We're getting another hour and a half episode. That was a yeah. That was a long. It's an hour, I believe. Uh, also, like you told me, that was that was the quality of a season finale episode. Yeah, I mean, it, it really was. It was incredible, right? The, and the VFX shots for uh, for the end, I can't even know because they say there's a full hour of shit in there that feels they, like a movie. They, they, no, they say there's a full hour of shit in there where you are on the edge of your seat. It's the boldest. They haven't full, said it's a movie. Full they, horror. But they, they, they said, well, my assumption is, well, I don't know. We'll get into what I think it is when we when we finish talking about part one. It also is really smart in terms of Emmys because I think, you know, Stranger Things has the appeal. And I don't know if it deserves it, but it will definitely get the Emmy nod. Yeah. Uh, I think acting's just tough with a large cast Yeah, like I think it will get the probably the Emmy nod for best uh, drama series. Then what they can then do for next year is they'll get nominated for best original movie or television original uh, television movie with uh, with this two and a half hour thing, and they don't even have to worry about episode eight. That'd be a tough thing to do with the. Uh, no, they do it all the time. People have done they this. do that with the rules. If they can do that, hundred percent. We'll no, see. Oh, oh, the thing is, this is you just don't put up episode eight, and you just put episode nine. Alex, if episode nine is a movie, there's no reason they can't do it. There's no reason they can't, because how if it's if you sell it as we just we only want you to look at this. Also, um, they did that for a lot of uh, Sherlock episodes. They wouldn't nominate the full season of Sherlock. They would nominate one episode uh, as a movie. That's really smart, actually. I yeah, yeah. That. So wait, I haven't uh, heard they did that. Oh yeah, Sherlock did that every year. So then also they wouldn't uh, have to fight because I know right now there's separation between the miniseries category and television movie category. So it just makes it. Also, television movie categories supposedly one of the easiest in competition. You don't see a lot of them out there. Oh, uh, I still think in terms of acting, though, you have to go up against miniseries of people. Yeah, the reason why television movie is tough because Netflix is putting all their movies out as just films and the theatrical well, categories. Well, yeah, so they actually they make a decision between if they want it to be a film or a television movie. Smaller. Well, season one is this intimate story. Season two... I think is really trying to take that CG budget and that VFX budget, really try to blow it up. You really, you feel in a way season one doesn't, you feel money. You feel, yeah, you feel money, but season one and two are still character development driven and yeah. they're still 
driven to what is going on with this world. Well, what are the real questions? Well, it's still also like one or two, three stories going on, Matt. Right, right. Season three is kind of where we jumped the gun. We're, yeah. we're emulating very popular films from the 80s and 90s. Uh, Terminator Red Dawn specifically, right? Red Dawn being the Russian invasion, Terminator being Hopper and Joyce but, but also, being chased but down also by the goon. Like, su- also all those like summer movies, like Sandlot, you even feel that influence. You do feel that influence, right? So that's what I'm saying. But season three and four are what kind of, a lot of people's issues is that we're putting our main character development to the side for these emulations. And I, and we're just trying to see weird situations we can get our characters to squeeze out of. Like I love yeah. that uh, Maul, tunnel russian invasion plotline my favorite plotline of season three but like we're not getting development for our characters at all we're just seeing like how far can we push these guys i also love how they have like started caring in season three and four about set pieces big set pieces, like yeah. they're they care about set, and also that's where they've used uh their assistant their, their episode three and four director and levy sean levy sean levy who's just i love whenever i hear this man in interviews talk about the show he's like i love the duffers I'm here to support their show. This guy who has been directing movies for like 20 years, even longer. You should look at his IMDb list. It's fucking crazy that this guy is just now getting like the acclaim he deserves. Alex, he's directed movies like The Rocker, Just Married. He did a Beyonce music video. He did the Pink Panther, Date Night. Alex, he directed Date Night. Yeah, I love it. He directed Date Night. He did The Internship. He did Night at the Museum Secret Tombs. I actually think he did most of the... Actually, he did all the Night at the Museum movies. This is a director... He's doing who, uh, Deadpool 3, too. Yeah, he's doing Deadpool 3. Well, he just did Free Guy and the Adam Project. But if you heard this guy from season one, he talked about, you know, I saw these Duffer, Bri- these Duffer Brothers. They had this great script. Actually, people talk about how their, like, how their script book... They're like, you know, their book describing their full plan for the, full, for the first season was went around. People have been talking about it for years. And then the way I understood is Netflix was like, let you know what? We can give you guys enough money for season one. And Levy was like, I support these guys. I'll, I'll also put up for, for them to do it. I'm, I'm down to direct, direct episode three and four. And it's been amazing. He directs every episode three and four, which, I'm, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. But he's he amazing this level of prestige. He adds to it. Actually, I really think he's influenced their approach to CG. Because you actually do really look at what he's done with Free Guy uh, and Adam Project. Real Steel as well. Real Steel. They're, the way he does CG is very similar to the way that they're doing it now in Stranger Things. Yeah, I like seeing the uh, the Demogorgon uh, little uh, Demodog fighting. Yeah. Very similar to like the robots from Real Steel, like the movement. I yeah, love yeah. it. It's like going back to previous seasons, I loved his set piece he did in season three, episode four with uh, the steam. And they were trying to get out and they were trying to like, get Billy to see if he was actually infected by the Demogorgon. Yeah, they, and, they held in the steam room. In the steam room. And it's just it's just a great set piece. And that's what gets me going with well, television The best shows. set piece is the elevator, the mall elevator. No, I no. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm turning to terms of a set piece. So it's an amazing piece of just of, of television that gets me into that next episode that helps this binge model that they're going with. They understand that you need to leave them. And I think there's some amazing set pieces in season four we've seen by these directors that keep me going through some of the not as interesting stuff. You Listen, know? it's an, it there. Each episode's post hour doesn't feel bloated to me at all. It, you it's, know, it's, I, all, it's, it's a really, it's a tough venture to we do. We had a lot of conversations leading up to the season. Like, are we going to feel like this is a bloated season? I never, because I did the rewatch for season three, right before I did season four, I was, I didn't have a worry well, in the well, world. Well, you really talked to me about this idea, like, what do I care about Stranger Things? Do I want it to move or do I want to live in the world? And I think you're correct. I want to live in the world. And I do that better than any show. 
They do. And, like, the fact that they've added characters like Robin. Eddie Munson. Like, and people I just Argyle. love. I just love. Just fun I, dudes. Me, I could spend days with Argyle. Listen, Argyle, all he is is a dude who has a car because they need a car. And smokes pot. Car smokes weed and, and I, comedic. I, I do love that he got uh, the uh, the other guy to smoke weed with him. I think yeah. it's just is there just like we have no idea what to do with him this season. <laughs> what is it, Jonathan Byers, who's yeah, 20, jo- 28 years old now? There's like Jonathan <laughs> Byers um, still in high school. Wh- somehow. Why are you still in high school? I guess you just got flunked out. Of, you just flunked out, so you got to repeat the grade. Was he that's repeating my, or is he still a senior? No, no, he's just a senior. But that's my only explanation. Yeah, he's, he's like 28 year old senior. He's wild. Like I I like that they told us the D and D guy. He he's like he's been he's been stuck in his senior year for years. We don't know how old he is. <laughs> what is it? Uh, we have a group separation. That's the main thing that makes these episodes so long. Group one, we're doing our probably our least favorite group together, right? Which one is a group? Of, group one is eleven plus the boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, originally it's the group, and then eleven gets steered right. Off. But but I think our least favorite group of the three to four main groups, yeah. is eleven and the boys. Well, I just. Unlike these other plot lines, I'm just like, your whole thing is you're just looking for Eleven, but like Eleven's doing stuff. Like, I, I wish you guys had something I, to do. I do love episode one. I talk about emulations. We get the carry vibes. Elle is being bullied yeah, all day. L, and then L storyline steers off. Right. That's we my... we, we kind of just, you know, uh, we get Will and Jonathan and they're kind of sad sacks and we have a whole story separated around L while these other guys have nothing to do on the side. Right. We're, we're left unknown. Is Will gay? Big conversation in the community. Like, from what I could tell, yeah, probably. Like, I think he likes Will. I But I was thinking that in, like... No, he likes Finn. Finn, I mean. I was thinking that I was thinking that in season three, even, though. If you rewatch some season three stuff, he's, like, so... Uh, I'm sorry you don't like girls. And yeah. then they just... They don't talk about it again. And I'm just like... Also, he's, like, really upset his friend has a girlfriend. It's just, like... But they do aging and they do aging in a way that they actually do take it seriously yeah. when kids age and how they react to each other in different environments. I also do find it funny that like his character and Billy Bobby Brown, like IRL are like actually best friends. Which which, I, which character? Will or uh, Finn Wolfhard's Will, character? Will. Will. Will and Millie Bobby Brown are like IRL. Like um, they do all the press together. Alex, you specifically like they said like a re- IRL were like best friends. Because it feels like they have no chemistry. No, they actually have, in terms of as people, they have actually have. Like I'm not. I'm not disagreeing. They have as people, but on the show themselves. Yeah. Well, well, it's it's interesting because I've always I've always felt weird about Will on the show because he's not really involved in season one. It, season one, as I like to put, it, he plays the Justin Bartha role in Hangover. Yeah, where you know he's stuck up on the roof the whole time while the other groups are trying to find him. Like we have Dustin. As so, you know, who's who's the Bradley Cooper? It's probably Finn is the Bradley Cooper. Dustin is uh, Ed Helms, and Zach Galifianakis. Well, Luke, who's Lucas? Lucas doesn't even fit. Okay, analogy done. Doesn't matter. Like, because Lucas is too cool for like yeah, he's to too not cool. to not be Bradley Cooper, but he's not the Bradley. But Cooper he's not character. the Bradley Cooper. Finn Wolfhard's the Bradley Cooper. Character. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, it's just so stupid. But the Byers clan and uh, Eleven gets separated because Eleven uses her powers. Kick someone, hit someone in the face. Yeah, it doesn't use her power. She so can't. They, and they think all these murders are maybe going around her. But our question leading with this is, what does the government want? Oh, I have no idea. So the, that's also another issue is this, the whole government pit has been connected to the buyer's clan. And I have no idea. I, from what I can tell, they have no idea what's going on. They're just trying to figure out. So it's clear that the government thinks that 
Eleven uh, is responsible. Eleven is killing all these people, you know, because originally she was used for target assassinations from long distances. Which I love how they just like they threw it out of nowhere. They right? throw it out of absolutely right. Nowhere. But at the same time, Modine and his crony—I always forget that other guy's agent's name who gets fired, whatever. They know that Vecna is coming or something else is happening, and they tell they're they're trying to get Eleven her powers back. And it, it's a it's a very long road that we don't uh, see what the point is till the end. And I think it's the worst of the four storylines if we're counting the buyers traveling to Nina yeah, 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 as yeah. a separate storyline. They, they, they just have one of like just the most badass action scenes. Yeah, episode four feels right out of a John. As Wick I said, movie. we're gonna talk about episode four. It is shaky just, cam. Sean Levy is just a director master of. I, I, he should just be directing episodes of television sometimes. He's so fucking It comes good. out of nowhere. Episode four just has some of the, just has set piece after set piece after set piece. Well, it has, so let's go through it. It has uh, four awesome, amazing, three amazing things happen all at the it's same three. time. We have uh, the first, uh, the first escape scene by, uh, by well, it's the Hopper. Only, it's only escape scene. Technically, but, technically. Yeah. You know, where he's in the cabin choking out the guard, like awesome yeah. stuff. But and he rides the snowblower out of there like it's modern warfare. You're like playing a black ops game. Yeah, it feels yeah, like yeah. It's me. great. And all the guys going to make also like that explosion while it's obviously like cheesy CG. There's this thing Sean Levy's able to do, even though you even though you can tell it's cheesy and you're I feel just, like you're in Kapchatka. You're like, no, but also you're just like it's okay. It's okay that that explosion wasn't what I needed because I felt the emotional stakes. That just and I haven't seen uh, his new movie. Um, what is it? Uh, Sean Levy's new movie? Yeah, the new movie he just had came out on Netflix. Oh, um, the new Ryan Reynolds movie. I haven't seen uh, the Adam Project, but my yeah. understanding is that's very similar to the Adam Project. The Adam Project gives you this feeling of like you know these aren't always the best special effects, but the heart and the characters are always there, and that's what Levy does so well. You may want to watch it. I mean, he's playing Percy Jackson in the new series. Oh yeah, that kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I. I I'm not I'm not an anti Ryan Reynolds guy. But then after that we get this um other what's the other set piece? The, the other uh, set piece the action scene. is the is the action sequence in California and then finally we have the big big scene, the Kate Bush scene. Do you do you want to talk about Kate Bush? Well, Kate Bush, how did they get the music rights? Because typically she never gives away rights to her music to be in film or television. But they went with her and they showed her how the how the themes of, of Max's character would relate to this song specifically, where they're going to use it, and why it's so important to oh, the story. Re- oh, they really showed her everything, right? Because they they developed the whole thing around this Kate Bush song, and so they showed her, and she said she actually is a big fan of Stranger Things. So she said, "Okay, use it, no problem." Well, honestly, if you sh- if you really see how they do, because uh, one of my favorite things about the show is the fact that they've been using the Kate Bush song even after mm-hmm. that episode four event because. They, um, it, it shows that we really don't know what's going on here with this curse. We just, this is the closest thing to a solution we have. And I even love their asking this question, like, what if I ever, what if I ever stop liking this Kate Bush? Like, we'll never stop liking Kate Bush. And it's got everybody thinking, like, what would their song be, right? Yeah, well, no, I, these guys are worrying. Well, actually, you should see there's a scene where Robin's looking at, uh, uh, the, the older sister's, uh, records natalie dyer yeah natalie dyer's records so there's hints that you know in the later episode robin's gonna be the one that saves her right it's also just like what what would i do in that situation do do you know what song you play because i don't know i have no idea i feel like it switches every day i feel like i I just throw an immigrant song which song immigrant song you do you i I love immigrant listen group two we have hopper and the rescue team hopper is in russia he's been dead for nine minutes of screen time because we knew he was alive yeah, at the yeah, end of season yeah. three. Oh, no, no. So there's that whole, the end of season three, they go like, the, no, don't touch. 
don't take the American. <laughs> whatever. And uh, he actually is an income Chatkin season four. They take him there, whatever. We'll just get a little uh, nitpicky there. But Hopper's a different guy here. He's hopeless. He doesn't see a way out for like three seconds until we get Hopper again, you know, trading secrets with the guards. Immediately just learning Russian. Like he's like, I'm better than every dude in this prison and I know it. Like he's that yeah. amazing. E- every season he just ups the game and he's like, I'm I'm not I'm not a drunk cop anymore. I'm the I'm like the greatest agent in the world. Like every time you think, oh, you know, this is Steve Harrington's show. Oh, this is uh Dustin show. This is Eleven show. Like, no, no, no. David Harbour is the biggest star in the show. Well, the David Harbour thing, because it's the tightest, it feels like everything with David Harbour just feels like it's been just a tight movie. You could put it together and it'd be just a really fun movie. But, be a uh, fun it's a Russian escape movie. At the same time, there's a monster lurking in the like, background. Also, I don't feel like that episode four, you know, where he gets captured again, because it's an escape movie, I... I don't feel robbed because that's just what happens. The first escape never works. And you know that Joyce and Murray are coming on the plane. Yeah. Also, just like, what's her face is Joyce. It's just like, she has like nothing to really do in the show anymore. Winona Ryder. Like, I, I just like, Winona Ryder, keep doing the show, getting a good paycheck. But I just feel like, you know, it used to be such a big deal that Winona Ryder is in the show and now it doesn't matter. But it's okay because we get Brett Gelman. We, we get Brett Gelman, who is a really well-known supporting comedic actor. Yeah. Uh, you may know him from Fleabag, which you might know him from the last episode of Mad, uh, Mad Men. He's just done a lot of amazing work over the years. He's an amazing comedic actor, and you buy it when three seconds after not believing he could take down Yuri, he's just like, you know what? I took down my sixteen-year-old dojo guy one time. Yeah, no, I love it. it's like the one time. It's like I'm supposed to believe like he lost ninety-nine times, but that one time he did it. Right, exactly, and you can believe I, I, I really, he has the confidence though. After that, after that one three second I conversation, I got no issue. Season five, they bring they bring in the sixteen year old. No, but later in the in Kamchatka, he's taking down four dudes at a time. Yeah, dudes who are like r- running Russian prisons. Easily take. You know them why? He's got karate expertise. Have that guy in Cobra. I gotta get my friend Bettine. I just gotta be like, yo, you're 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 almost at that black belt. Can you just take guys out like this? Listen, Murray. I don't know if what he's doing. He's in he's in California though. Maybe he maybe he went for a day to the well, to the Valley Dojos. I, I just don't know like what. Th- yeah, unless he's like at Cobra Kai. I'm I don't saying, know but he was 13, in. I don't know what thirteen year old black belts he's training. with. No, listen, listen, sixteen. And no, 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 no. It's a class no, of thirteen. No, it's a class of thirteen year olds. There's one sixteen year old. No, that's what I'm saying. But listen, listen. He was in California for a few days. Maybe he he needed to get a a, a set in a practice in. Goes by Cobra Kai, but this is back when Crease and uh, and the other guy were working like were like taking coke all day and doing their best stuff. <laughs> so I, I do believe he he had some extra moves there. All right. Alex, that's the greatest Netflix uh, crossover. The greatest Netflix crossover of all time. I, I totally agree. Uh, I have no issue if in season five they just want to bring in. Some like some de-aged uh, Cobra Kai characters. I'm totally down. Totally down. Uh, fine. So now we got the rest of the gang and Hawkins. Nerds. Some of the best stuff in the whole season. Some of the best stuff in the whole show. We have a lot of stuff being thrown at us at all one time. Obviously, it is Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. But the main thing, and I do love it, and Stranger Things has always got this right, nothing is worse in life than being a nerd in an 80s high school. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Our yeah. mom can tell us. You get your nerds, you get your jazz. I, our mom, for us being such nerds now, our mom is like, ugh. Listen, our, our mom has watched 400 plus episodes of Naruto. She has gone to the good side, right? I love that you get in all the articles in there being D&D is devil worship. And it just shows you how far our generation has taken yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we are in the, the last generation 
of the uh, we make fun of nerds, and then finally we are nerds. Everybody, well, nerd culture is just taken over. Right, I the remember fact that, like so many people talk about Stranger Things. The fact that me and you are just like let's just do a Stranger Things pod, and we're just like yeah, people will definitely listen to this because people watch Stranger Things. And what I'm and what I'm thinking is. Uh, when I was in middle school, people are telling me, "Oh, comics, comics! How many words are on there? You're not, you're not reading it all." Yeah, yeah. Now people are like, "Graphic novels are where the true stories." No, people are. are asking. You know, for my entire life, people have asked me, "Oh, what's going to happen in the next Marvel movie? What's going to happen in the next DC yeah. movie?" And like these guys are have probably felt a lot more bullying than I ever did for being nerds growing up. Oh, without doubt, guys like Bill Hader, right? It was never cool until now to be a filmmaker. Uh, not necessarily be a filmmaker, but be a be like nerd, be a nerd, like like like, like, like Alex. Our, our Lord and Savior Scorsese was never like your comic books. Yeah. These That's guys... what I'm saying. Like, film wise, this is very much a uh, Spielberg, 80s, 90s, this idea that like comics are cool. Like, you know, the original characters Superman. larger than life. Yeah. Well, the idea that these are the. So there's a question of you know, these are the modern day myths. That's the whole thing. Like, these are the new approach. You know, used to be these Greek gods, now it's superheroes. It's amazing. I mean, people have turned that into the religion, even which yeah. I I have not gone that far. Thank God. Oh, but, well, uh, you, you don't put on the census. You don't put that you're uh, you're a Jedi. It's it's gotten a little bit too far. It's okay. I'm a, I collect comic books. I used to at least. Whatever. Uh, you collect comics still? I don't collect. Not as it. much. I don't like collect. collect comics. I'm not going to the comic shop every Wednesday buying comics. Yeah, but the comic shop's not here anymore. That's also yeah, yeah. It's not here. Thank God for my wallet. All right. <laughs> Your wallet. <laughs> Uh, but the Hawkins crew, they're throwing a lot at us. Uh, the Lucas being a basketball player is some of the worst basketball I've seen outside of uh, winning time. It's just really bad. That's sad, though, that like winning time's like just as no. bad. I mean, I get it's the 80s, but, you know. I remember that. I thought that one scene you said it wasn't terrible. That one. And I look back scene. on it like a day ago, and I'm like, wow, this is awful. Like, they, oh, okay. they are right in the ringer, a podcast network, whatever. There should be a guy. A lot of people have said this. You can get paid easy money to do this, probably if you're if you're good at it. Like have have a former NBA player, former athlete, and all he does is go on sets and be like, "Hey, that's not basketball, right?" <laughs> I don't know what that is, but this is not ball. The problem is though is that guys who do get made fun of for throwing footballs on camera, like you mean ca- Tom Cruise? No, like the camera's right in their face though. They have yeah. no space to throw it. Right? They don't. Nobody gives a fuck. Right? I hate that so much. But besides that, Eddie Munson, new character. Everybody loves him. Will he Great guy. Will he serve the same fate as all these other supporting characters that have died in the season? Well, so that's the question. How many... I, I think there's a chance... Like, I don't want anybody to die, but I feel like people got it. There's just too many people here. Listen, uh, Sean Astin, um, Dacre Montgomery, who plays uh, Max's brother... Uh, well, but that's the way... Bed, yeah. The way they've... Dis- Duffers have described episode five, and even Levy. I mean, episode uh, nine. Yeah. Heart crushing. So I my assumption is after episode seven gut punch I've heard gut, yeah uh, I I think they're killing off Steve and Natalie uh, Dyer I think I think you kill I I'd hate it I love Steve I fucking love Steve Steve is like my second favorite character on the show I like, got I got uh, I got Harbor above him but I got Steve, Steve. The, the Steve and Robin relate uh, dynamic dynamic is possibly my favorite in the show yeah my now uh, Alex here's another question do you what? kill off one of the original kids. Listen, this this seems like a show where we don't kill off kids. I know. 
But that would and that the, du- the Duffers being like we want to come back every twenty years and do another Stranger Things like this. Have they this, said that? Yeah, they've said that. Like our our like be really cool if we can come back fifteen years from now and do another Stranger Things season. Like like oh same kids they're just yeah just, yeah like they're older. Oh and then they would and they would be the adu- and they would be the Renowned Winers and then we would have I don't know how they do se- it. You no could, that, that that's how you do it. I'm that's assuming I'm assuming they want to do either that or like if part two because I because uh, they've said part two um season five is going to be a time skip. I've said this. Uh, if you do a time skip, you do three years, and you make our current kids seniors in high school. You that's never... all well and good for right now, but we don't know how this is going to end. No, we don't know how it's going to end, who's going to die, but I, that's my assumption. I'm assuming uh, because they said it's a time skip, we're going to get at least the group being together. Either it'll be too late when they're together and people will die because of it. Yeah. Right? Kind of like Avengers Infinity War moment where Vecna's killing people, and then like we weren't we – weren't together like, i'm thinking like you gotta you, kill off, you don't even kill off one guy you kill off two people right but i you do, do i do don't the, think do it will Deegan. be kids right i think i, I, I think, think i think they're if they were gonna kill off max it would be at the that's no, not max well i think they know max is one of the best kid actors they no have. but it, it would be at the kate bush moment i mean her character arc has been really good i mean the problem is that she's at the perfect point to be killed off right she's at such a low point in the first in the beginning part yeah and over the whole season she's realized what she's had who she's loved her whole family right yeah and and you know usually in a show that's a sign you're going to kill someone off right when when their character arc comes to an end they serve their purpose in the story well we, that that scene where she runs and then they hit the black it's like you know did she just die you're like you're genuinely. I thought she was dead. I thought she was dead. The and problem like, is with the show. I think would have been a bold move. Also, you know, here's the thing: she's a season two character. Also, we just killed off her brother. So, do we want to kill off her now? That's right. a conversation. It's you're just having. it's just such a ripe time because you know her character arc has literally been from from zero to hero. I mean, come on. Also, she's now a Netflix star. She she led two of the three. Uh, um, Fear Streets. Fear Streets. Yeah, she's like the. I that was lead. Emily Rudd. No, she's in two of them. Oh yeah, fine. That's she's dope. like uh, she's the lead of the of the of the second and third. Oh yeah, is she? Yeah, at I least dope, the third. Dope, dope. The third, which is supposed to be the most important, which is the most Kubrick. I haven't seen. I heard it's, it's super Kubrickian. Okay, it's very hard to say it's Kubrickian. All right, I'm no, I, I've seen I've seen like some of the shots. It's very great, shot great, great. Very. But it, you know, I'm not comparing anything to Kubrick ever. No, it's a, it's impossible. Ever, ever, impossible. ever. Okay. God, do you mean compare AI to Kubrick? That's the real question. AI, artificial intelligence, the movie. Yeah. The movie? Yeah, you know. You I know, haven't seen it. Well, you know, though, it's like, it's the movie he never finished. Yeah, Spielberg yeah, yeah, finished yeah, yeah. It. Well, he also never made a Napoleon movie. Well, aren't they, wor- isn't, um, what's his face is working on that? Uh, uh, it's a Joaquin Phoenix Ridley Scott film. No, that's different. Kickbag. Kickbag is different. No, um, what's his face who did, uh, True Detective season one? Kerry Fukunaga? Yeah, Kerry Fukunawa is, uh, has been working on, he's been running through the old scripts. I don't give a crap about Fukunawa and, uh, anymore. He says he wants to turn it into a miniseries. Yeah, okay, great. Fukunawa, maybe, maybe don't do Bond and then we'll talk, all right? But he did it. So, a conversation is over. Watch, watch, the newest Bond's garbage. Hmm. Um, so who will have the best career out of our Stranger Things cast? We've, we've talked Max high up. David Harbour is older, but he seems like... The start of his career was Stranger Things. So, so, so there's a big question here. Steve Harrington is, but I'm saying Steve Harrington so, is so a fan favorite. Who's gonna be like? So there's also the big question: Who's gonna be a big deal when Stranger Things ends? Who's gonna be a big deal five years after? Who's but else, who's gonna be the person twenty years from now? We still know who's their just names. Like, oh, they started in Stranger Things, but they become like like the next guy like, because of that. Like, like there's an actress I think here who's going to be 
a big deal. Okay, but listen, let me just let's just run through who we got All so right. far, All right? right. We, Millie Bobby Brown has already been a, a multi-million dollar international celebrity, Le- leading her own Netflix movie right. series. We only had one, but I'm assuming there will be. No, no, she's, she's I already. I know, I know. We just and haven't she, seen And it, she also is a producer. Also, she's involved with. Um, so we're talking about the Enola Home movies. Also, she is a big part of whatever they do in the uh, Godzilla King Kong universe. Great. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's making. She's getting those paychecks, and she's staying the name. Let her get a paycheck. I don't think that's bringing her roles without tour filmmakers, though. Okay. No, it's not. It's okay, not. we have characters like Max and Steve Harrington, who are fan favorites and critically acclaimed successes. Right? Do I think Joe Keery has a real future, though? Honestly, no. I know a guy like Sean Levy is gonna always try to make room in his movies. For, for Joe Keery. Yeah, but he just doesn't seem like a guy that's going to translate into other stuff. You, you're right. You're right. He's, that's my he, problem with Steve. He's so perfect in this role. What else? Can he do anything else? Right? He's like a... He just... He feels like Andrew Garfield for also, me look without, at him, without the range. Look at him in Free Guy. He's playing... He's playing Steve for a little bit. Can of he it. get out of that that like eighties? Well, he's got to. He's got to show me some. He's got to show me some. Got to show me some range. One hundred percent. I think Max. Sky's Max, the limit. I, sky's the limit. Sky's she, the limit. She could be working with Autors ten years. Harbor has already hit so many peaks. I loved him in Extraction. I loved him in as Red Guardian, and and uh, and he but, will continue but, to be but in the MCU. But if you want to see range, though, look at him in Newsroom. Before he ever even did this, he's great. It's just a news totally anchor in Newsroom. But he's he's got the he's got real size and he's got real uh he, he's got real uh gravitas to it. Every single role he brings. Well, well, also David Harbor has also talked about this because. Most of the cast is kids. Most cast of kids, and you need you need an actor. Actually, I'm for very similar talk about this is uh, Brian Cranston. You need adults. Uh, no, 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 no. It's like somebody, one actor has to take the role of leading the cast. They set a president, and Brian Cranston, very much the same way he did with Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, David Harbour has taken the role of the leader of the show, the father figure, the guy who sets the president. Because when all these guys were kids. They needed somebody to That's show That's funny them. because he's definitely one of the kids in Malcolm in the Middle. Okay? No, 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 no. We're talking about on set, though. I got on that. On set, there has to there there had to be a person that set the president early for this is how we behave. Because, like, you know, what's his name? Um, in Malcolm in the Middle season one, uh, what's his name? Who's There's the a lead? lot of Who's us. the lead of that show, though? Malcolm. Yeah, Frankie what, Muniz. Yeah, Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz at, like, 16 is an, or even younger. He's not setting the president for how we behave on set. Right. That's you need a, and like you, I, I, Brian Cranston has said many times, like a what's her face who played the mom didn't want to do it, so I took that spot as the leader of this set, taking over. And, and people have said Malcolm in the Middle, they're like because of that this, that's why the show succeeded because somebody had to take over. And David Harbor on this, you see him, he's the father of all these guys on this set, especially in those early seasons. Now they said the kids are older and they're like kids they're are driving. older. I mean, uh, Will Byers has no, you know, Will Byers is probably leading magazines if he's not doing this. Yeah, like, also that kid like so doesn't want to be in the show. I feel like. Because, you know, everybody else has their same look. Like, Dustin's still the same kid. Finn Wolfhard's the same kid. Eleven's the same kid. But that kid changes so much over the years. Like, he, he's had to change, like, uh, the kid in Ozark grew, like, nine inches. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know. Okay, so it's a weird thing. Um, yeah, Eddie Munson, I don't think, is going to die. Uh, nah, I think he's dead. Kill that kid off. Kill, kill off that. Eddie. You got to kill off one of the original cast I don't members. think Eddie is crucial to our final right. game plan. Wait, but I didn't get to talk about the actress who I think... Maya Hawk. Maya Hawk. I'm telling you. Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's kid. kid. I am like pure charisma on screen. I don't know if it's me just trying to star fuck, but I think she's amazing on this show. I think she's pure charisma. 
Uh, I rewatched a bunch of season three leading up to this show. She's perfect. And she fits into the show like a glove. But the thing is this. Like, I, I saw her in like her, her few scenes in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Kills it. She In anything I've seen her in, she's absolutely killing it. I think she's going to be – I think 10 years from now, you could see her working with at, with great actors. I would love for her to do something with her mom or dad. I, I love it when – when uh, Well, she, I mean, Ethan Hawke's working crazy these days. My, Uma Thurman not as much, obviously. But, no, uh, Uma Thurman doesn't work as much anymore. Right. I don't know why. I mean, I could speculate. But she, she looks like the perfect combination of She the does. Two. look. If you, if you look at both their pictures, she yeah. looks exactly like each of them, which is a little weird. Very weird, actually. It's like – She's, I've been, but she's I've like been the told that uh, if you actually look at Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's, uh, their their oldest biological kid looks exactly like both of them as well. So yeah, I, that'd be on the lookout as well. But Maya Hawks is, is that kid out? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I'm not sure actually at all. Okay, okay. right. Uh, but, she probably model though. But who is gonna die this season? You had to pick one person right now. Who are you picking? One person dying. And I'll pick somebody else. Probably the guy you said. Eddie Monson. Probably Eddie, because I don't want anybody else to... It's the thing, I'm so attached to every character. Would you rather Eddie or Argyle die? i kill off Eddie in a second. Keep Give me Argyle. Uh, I love Argyle, but I think Eddie's uh, I think Eddie's doing a little bit more. I'm giving. I'm taking Argyle any day. Ever you, just want, you just want Argyle to stay here. Who do I think's dying? So I have to look at... Steve. I, right, so the thing is, if you were going to kill off Natalie Dyer, it would have already been at the end of uh, episode seven. No, uh, if you were going to kill off. No. Oh, I, we don't know what's going on there. She, you're not killing her right in the beginning of episode eight, though. No, but you can do it in episode nine. Because I told you my theory for what part two was I understand that, be. but how do we... We can't just leave her character wanting more. Okay, I think... Okay, I think... Okay. Well, I think okay, listen, should, should we talk second. about what part two is going to be? No, no. Let me just finish. When I, let me finish okay. who's going to okay. die. I think Jonathan Byers is dead. Ooh. Because you can't, you can't have the Steve Harrington relationship with Natalie Dyer with, Will, with Jonathan Byers still there. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah. You also see it though, right? Now that I'm saying Yeah, I, I see it. I see it. I see it 100%. 100%. Good. Fine. Part two thoughts. So I was saying this. But let's, what do you, what do you, wait, go, go, go. What well, do you I've mean? been saying this like after episode four when uh, the Kate Bush song happened. Yes. I said, uh, oh, so the final episode is just going to be a haunted house moving the upside down. Thing is, we got four hours of, of, of coverage here, but the, the, the but, thing that's good is that there are three to four separate stories that we have to actually combine together. But, but we know because we haven't talked Ooh. about the 11 story, God. but we know that's gonna it's all colliding. And I think, and we know it's gonna be, in, we, we can tell they've said this, 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 these last few episodes so CG heavy because they're gonna be in the upside down so much. So, there's a few things I want to see, right? Uh, two things with the Nina slash California boys plot line, I want to see either. Elle's going to have new powers which allow her to transport or Elle's getting into a, into a battle with some U.S. government agents and I really want to see that. Also, both. Right, both. Right, but I I more, I more want to see because they can just get a helicopter or plane or well, whatever. Well, no, no, I want to see Elle like taken down like 20 dudes from the U.S. government. Like yeah. no-name feds. I'm hoping she comes out of this even more powerful. Yeah, you know, that's how usually how it works. You take down someone big, you become more powerful. Classic Saiyan yeah, move. Yeah, well, not now that she also she knows her full past. I feel like she'll have full control of uh, powers. Classic and Saiyan move. Also, so this is the other thing. You know, when she's in the Upside Down, is she going to be like a... Uh, like a Neo? Is it going to be like the Matrix or she she has even more powers right. in the Upside Down? Also, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's true. Let's say, fine. For the Hopper crowd, I think either they go through the portal again. Somehow they can get back into that portal. You know what I mean? The yeah, 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 three, yeah, I understand. Or 
I don't know. Oh, they'll be back too late, and people are going to be dead because of it. And that's that's going to be the problem with Hopper. Well, the whole thing is he showed up in time in season three. Oh, does L die? I mean, Millie Bobby Brown has been talking about. I hate these white. I hate these whiny fans, you know, because uh, I want people to die in Game of Thrones. And my whole thing with deaths are you actually have to earn it, right? It has to make sense for well, your plot. I said, Does L die? So I said, uh, I don't think you kill off L because that's that, that would just push Harbor. I don't know where that's taking. Yeah, it but out. I just I don't know what season five is, and L is our connection to the Upside Down. L is the inception of the show. I think that, that maybe is the thing. I, that the, I was saying if you really wanted to mess around with L storyline, another character that's Finn. Not you kill off Finn. Finn Wolfhard. And you can just kill off the whole Byers clan, other than the fact that we'll mess up oh, Renona Weiner. Killing off the whole Byers well, clan. You kill off well, that's it. You want you already want to kill off what's his face? Uh so Natalie Dormer and Natalie uh, Dyer. So Natalie Dyer and Steve can be together. Yeah. I'm saying then if you kill off Finn, you got two of those guys gone. Uh you probably keep the original kid because he wasn't really in season one. So you probably kill, keep Will. Keep Will. Will is also another way of knowing what's going on with the upside down. Yeah, he still got a little bit of that uh, of that lock smoke in him. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> I like I like I like that lost call. I got some. Is Vecna smoke. a big baddie? So they've uh, they've talked about it on the show. Uh, Dustin has his theories, and it seems like he was both controlling the Demogorgon and the Mind Flayer as his general and foot soldiers, and the Demodogs as well. Is he the big baddie, right? Did uh, Freddie had the great question? Did did Eleven create the upside down? Uh, yes. Yeah, so this is my question. This will go in a little bit into the because this does not explain the time thing. They 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 introduced that uh, the upside down is stuck in uh, two years ago. Stuck two years ago when the show began, but that does not explain the did did Eleven open up the uh the upside down or did she create it right so i really do think that it's going to be vecna kind of being a thanos in infinity war moment where you know he's gonna pull some shit people are gonna die or get hurt or something's gonna happen and because of that you know we'll get our season five and that's our end game right obviously but so, i i do think that vecna is the big bad i don't know that i think vecna dies and i think um so who so, else is there? so so i think the upside down as a whole. Now here's a real. Here's what does that the, mean? Uh, so, this, so, so I just came up with this, Alex. Second ago. Second ago. Because right. you just made me think about this. How do you truly destroy the upside down and destroy these these connections? You have to destroy the one thing in our world that's 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 connecting it. You have to in season five. You have to. Yeah, L has to sacrifice herself. Has to die or be stuck in the upside down. Very much think. Um. Did you did you read all of the uh. The, the gods uh, devices the uh, the golden compass never read any of them so they basically the plot of that idea is is when these wormholes open the fact that there are these two kids that are traveling through them all they're not in their right space and because of that that's allowing these wormholes to open up more and more if people go in their correct spaces and you fill up the holes then it's all good I think a very similar thing would apply here if 11 were to either die or be trapped back inside of the upside down maybe we could close up these holes for good right i think my main problem with vecna is that we don't really have motivations for him we know what started him and caused him but what does he want well i need a little i i, I think they well i i think he, he said he he thinks all humans who are lower than him i think it's the basic like all beings supremacist yeah 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 which I, i'm okay with it's the 80s I'm, basic ideas i'm perfectly fine with that they, first of um, all he's, be, he's been a good villain without even really clear motivations up yeah, to this point also the way they like 
tied all those stories together, which is explaining who Vecna is. I I figured out that Vecna is one was one. I did not know that one was the guy in that house. I was like, oh, that, it's all connected. That really got me. The, that, the way they intercut three stories going on with Natalie Dyer and Elle and the entire Vecna story together at the end of episode seven. Beautiful direction. Beautiful, beautiful. I haven't seen something like that done in a long, long time. Also, just, I think a bunch of stuff in episode seven. They have two one-shot fights. Yeah, uh, okay, yeah, the... the the, the Harbor, David Harbor fight scene in Ch- Kamchatka. Oh, great stuff. It's better than I've seen any fight scene in all of Disney+. Plus. So you mean you came out of this season in particular being like, Duffers, if they directed a Marvel movie, it would be badass. They have the exact sensibilities of Marvel, I think. It feels like we're uh, we're just recreating a different version of the, of the Russo brothers in that way. Coming from very popular TV roots filmed with action and great comedy which is exactly what marvel's looking for yeah i think they could easily get them in a starter i don't know if they want to do that it feels like they like original content i i hope they do i hope do, they, they don't like have anything it. planned post this though if they uh netflix may seal them up with Alex, a huge deal though Alex, like like you haven't heard of anything now what this. if netflix is just like yeah here's 700 million dollars yeah. oh, oh so let's say this like the dark guys yeah i didn't hear about anything till Till after dark was uh, I'm just saying I don't like, like, like I don't I'll, see why wouldn't, Netflix wouldn't give them this the the oh, the D and D treatment. If, if I'm Netflix, I'm immediately like there. We we ha- we own them in perpetuity. I have no. I, I just do like a first look deal. No no no, no 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 no. If I'm Netflix, I'm doing a first look I deal. I sign. No, I want more than first look. I will sign the overall. I don't want you doing anything because here's the thing. Uh, uh, FX did that with glove with uh, what's his name from uh. Atlanta, and he only got they only got Atlanta out of it, and now he's just moving on to Amazon. You want what is he doing with Amazon though? Oh, oh, he has his new show in the works. I got it. We don't know how that show's gonna. No, 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 no. But I'm saying though, FX. We know FX felt really rod because because he moved because just for the money they moved to Amazon. I got it. So you you want to do is you want to lock these guys in. The promise, but the promise was something like this. It really it doesn't just feel like Genie in a bottle. It feels like they're live stories, right? But but the thing is, this is Alex. Like, or do you want to turn the Duffers into Shondaland? Because now Shondaland. I don't. No. Okay. Now, does that what Netflix wants to do though? That may be what they want to do. But if I'm the, I'm saying if I'm the Duffers, I'm going from the Duffers POV here. I don't want to do that. I just want to make a new show. I don't want to make a bunch of stuff. I just want another. Also, Duffers would not surprise me if they're like we end Stranger Things. We're ready to make a movie. Hundred percent. I, I <laughs> love it that they have. Also, make a fucking trilogy. Just do some shit. Do some cool stuff, right? Talking of endings. This is the ending of the podcast. If you liked it, leave a like, leave a subscribe, tell your friends, tell your enemies, yeah. tell everybody.